0: Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. hope you had a fantastic weekend and looking forward to the week ahead. And some thoughts for you to consider. Uh, you might have heard this expression before, why do cars actually have brake pedals? And the answer often isn't so that they can come to a complete emergency stop. It's, it's not always about functional reasons, sometimes it's for psychological reasons. And we had a guest mentor on a few years ago who explained that ultimately having a brake pedal on a car allowed the driver to have the confidence to go faster in the knowledge that if a unanticipated risk came up that they could use the brake pedal to slow down to better assess it and that analogy was also used by a guest mentor we had on recently when we were talking about cyber security risk management and cybersecurity probably wasn't much of a consideration for us as accountants and finance professionals say 10 years ago 20 years ago but it's become much more prevalent lately. I was checking out some statistics on this and one bit of research out of the US was suggesting that two out of three consumers would be very worried about being impacted by a cyber attack. And actually, even where, where we live here in Ireland, our National Health Service was actually impacted with a ransomware attack. And as the cyber risk management expert we had on the show, Kit Boyle, said, these attackers are often amoral. And even in finance and accounting, we should be very worried. In fact, we talked about one story on the show, which related to the fake president email scam. And it's where an accounts payable person had paid out a sum to an attacker who was pretending to be the president of that company. And ultimately what happened, the president lost their job, the accounts payable person lost their job, and also the CFO lost their job plus the jobs of everyone else in the company put at risk because the company reported a rather large loss that year as well. So it's very much something that should be an area perhaps where we maybe need to touch the brake pedal on in finance because we've got that broad visibility across our organisations. We've accessed the data, we've the tra- training to maybe assess the financial impacts of some of these risks. We might need a model or a way of explaining how, having that brake pedal so that we can slow down, do some cyber risk management, which allows us to go faster towards driving business value in the future. And Kip shared with us this idea of his four dimensional model on how to drive business value with cyber risk management. And I touch on it very quickly here. I will share the links to it so you can see it in more detail. The first dimension of Kip's business value model when it comes to cyber risk management is making sure that we've got and increased reliability of our operations, so that we put in place the right mechanisms to ensure that we've got good data integrity, our data is not being misrepresented by attackers or terrorists. That if in case of a disaster or ransomware attack, there's a fast, faster recovery, so that our operations are less impacted. There was one example we discussed actually about two logistics companies, whereas they both impacted by the same attacker which went in and deleted data from the company's operational systems, but one was able to recover much faster and therefore was less impacted by it. Uh, the other business was almost brought to its knees. So that's one dimension. The other one is this legal risk mitigation. So making sure that there's full compliance With external regulators, there's a lot of talk in Europe around GDPR regulations. There's also the Californian laws that set very high standards about protecting data and avoiding legal risks So having the right due diligence in place and processes and policies in place to protect data, to avoid legal risks that come off of the back of cyber attacks. Also, the technical ones. So making sure that, again, there's the proper authorizations around access to a company's data and infrastructure that in the case of an attack or a risk being realized, people move between companies. So when one expert moves on or someone who understands something moves on, making sure the next person in place understands what their job is. So having a business continuity plan in place to ensure continued technical risk mitigation trustworthiness is another thing as well it, it probably a nice feeling knowing that you've done everything you can to mitigate technical risks allows you to sleep better at night and just on that trustworthiness as a consumer i know myself if i was doing business with a company that suffered a cyber attack and potentially let my data out i would be much Uh, less uh, inclined to be doing business with them in the future because they perhaps didn't put the right technical standards in place to protect something that was quite precious to me like my credit card details or something like that and again I think the same goes across business to business as well and then finally if you take all those three dimensions into play there's a fourth one which is the financial returns so the potential cost savings, or potentially risk mitigated savings as well, you could look at from the cyber risk management from doing it properly. There's also a better brand image, or potentially competitive differentiation uh, relative to, say, a tax again, like the one I mentioned with the logistics company, where if customers can't get, say, their mail or their parcels delivered to where they want them to, because the logistics company has lost their information or had it deleted, then they're gonna take their business elsewhere. And there's no guarantee they'll ever go back to the previous company that had been impacted. And also having that consciousness or culture around cyber risk management within organizations and awareness, particularly around those phishing scams and those emails that come in, should lead to better decisions being taken across the whole organization going forward, which again will drive better financial returns into the future. So if it's a case of evaluating an investment in uh, hiring more salespeople to drive more sales, some new uh, plant or equipment to drive better operational productivity, or even whether or not the money should be set aside into cyber risk management, at least you've got four dimensions now to perhaps consider, thanks to Kip. And I thought it was important enough to share with those with you uh, today on these Monday on this Monday memo, and that's why we invite guest mentors like Kip onto the show to share with you their key learnings, their insights, the the knowledge that they've distilled over the years into usable ways for us to to leverage. That's why having them deconstruct it for us into usable formats so we can follow it and use it and apply it, allows us to turn that knowledge into wisdom that all of us can benefit from. So look, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please remember to share it with your friends and colleagues. You can subscribe on all the major platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify, and Amazon Music. And as always, we really appreciate you tuning in today. So until next time, take care of yourselves, stay safe, and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers.